0: Good morning, Soma's Community Church. Good Happy Sunday. Well, I uh, I forgot my talking points last week during Easter, and so I promised Pastor Gary I wouldn't forget today. And so my wife said, "Babe, I want you to put on a loud shirt and take your time." So, good morning. You guys look good. I'm here. You're there. It's nice. Um. A couple of things, Pastor Gary wanted me to talk about. Uh, we're not passing the plate because of what's going on, but if you uh, wanted to uh, put your tithe, we have a, a can't think of the word, a platter, a box uh, in the back. And then also, if you're new or if you uh, if you want to fill out one of these connection cards or the prayer request, something that's on your heart, uh, if you want to make a decision, if you would like to meet uh, with one one of the staff members, uh, that's a good way to do it. You can do it in the same uh, um, box in the back. Um, And then I wanted to remind you guys, uh, we had a a men's breakfast yesterday that, uh, I cooked five pounds of bacon. We cooked like three loaves of uh, the most amazing French toast, Johnny, thank you. And uh, there was only six of us. And I'm not saying that was a bad thing, I'm not saying that we didn't almost each have a pound of bacon, but we left satiated and satisfied, so. Uh, the second Sunday of every month, uh, we, we do a men's breakfast. Second Saturday. Second Saturday. What did I say, Sunday? I meant Saturday. Anyway, let's pray. Father, we thank you for today. We thank you that you are a good, good Father. Father, you know what we need even before we know what to ask for. And so in this moment, we just want to surrender this time. I ask that you would do what only you can. Holy Spirit, we ask that you would come and envelop this place. We pray, Lord, that you would work on our hearts, accomplish what you want to today. Help us to be malleable. Help us to be clay in the potter's hand. Pray that you'd bless the worship team as they come to serve and usher us into your presence. We just pray for our pastor and our guest pastor. In Jesus' name, amen.
1: Stand with us, would you, as we uh, sing some songs together about our Lord. to learn a new song together each week and uh, this is one we've uh, I think we've done it two or three times and we're going to try it again for you I hope you're learning it and enjoying it this is uh hearing your these words these songs and uh, and realizing how much you you suffered and died for our sins and, and forgave us of our sins and then rose from the grave that we are eternally blessed and uh, as we just kind of remember this past uh, last week easter and uh, all that became so real and so uh so uh touching and um mm-hmm. Lord we uh, we just pray that we live lives that are cons- consistently aware of, of of your love for us and how much you uh, what you can do if we just let you uh, Lord thank you again. We are uh, asked now Lord as you as um, our, brother, our our brother Mike uh, brings preaches, teaches us from the Word of God. We pray that uh, you'll bless him. Uh, Thank you for Mike being faithful to come and visit us and and, and teach us from your Word. We praise you for him and his wife and his family and and what they mean to us in our church. Um, So now as we rest in that and your blessings, we pray that you'd give Mike uh, remembrance of the things that you uh, have prepared for him to say to us and that uh, our hearts will be opened um, through the power of your Holy Spirit. We'll learn from you. And we ask this now in Jesus' name. Amen. Good morning. Isaiah chapter 41,
2: in verse 10. For I am with thee, be not dismayed, for I am thy God. I will strengthen thee, yea, I will help thee, yea, I will uphold thee with my the right hand of my righteousness. Let's pray once again. Thank you, Lord, for your word. God bless the reading and preaching of it in Christ's name. The nation of Israel has been in Babylonia. Time, by the time we get to Isaiah chapter 41, many have forsaken God. They are slaves, they have no authority. Most of the time, they are mistreated. Many of the faithful need encouragement from God. The nation is in captivity. But there's always a remnant with God that's not. And though they are in captivity, their heart is to the Lord. And that's who Isaiah, if you would like on your own, uh, take the time to read that. It's a wonderful chapter. And uh, it uh, is a great encouragement to them. And I'm hoping it will be an encouragement to you today all of the prophets, uh, the minor prophets are not called minor because they had less to say. Their books are shorter. So we call them minor prophets. I'm not sure that's a good wording, but that's the way it is. And then there's the major prophets like Jeremiah and Isaiah. No one saw the Lord at least down in God's word like Isaiah. And he gives us great things. Uh, And Uh, It's a marvelous book for the Christians, and so I hope to be an encouragement uh, to you today uh, with uh, this uh, passage of Scripture. He starts out and he says, Fear thou not. We belong to God. We are to cast our fears at the foot of the cross. We all have fears to one degree or another. Uh, Our goal is not to live in fear, but to live in the cross, to live in the joys of Jesus Christ. But fears do creep into our lives occasionally. Uh, I'm gonna uh, throw a few scriptures uh, to you uh, as we go through this uh, message this morning. But uh, Hebrews chapter uh, Hebrews, if you want to just, it's. I've just re-fallen in love with the book of Hebrews. I, I like to read and reread it and read it and reread it. It's a great devotional uh, uh, to have. But anyway, in Hebrews 13 and uh, verse 5, he says, let your conversation, O King James, or manner of life, uh, be uh, without covetous and be content with such things as you have. For he has said, I will never leave thee, nor forsake thee, so that we may boldly say, the Lord is my helper. I will not fear what man shall do unto me. Uh, Our manner of life should express these things. Uh, Coming to the conclusion of the book of Hebrews, uh, we were giving this, uh, and that uh, the fact, again, that we belong to Jesus Christ, and we are to cast our fears at the foot of the cross. He says there to be content with such things as you have. And certainly we live in in a world today that is full of not being content, uh, uh, never happy with what we have. And I I thought uh, to go along with that point, uh, I'm going to give you some information about storage units. America spends $14 billion on self-storage a year. There are 300,000 items in the average American home, L.A. Times. (laughs) Take that with a grain of salt. The average size of the American home has nearly tripled in size over the past 50 years. And still, one out of every 10 Americans ran off storage space. The fastest-growing segment of the commercial real estate industry over the past four decades, according to the New York Times. Again, take that one with a grain of salt. 25% of people with two-car garages don't have room to park their cars inside the garage. 32% only have room for one uh, vehicle. British research found that the average 10-year-old owns 238 toys. That that seems a little high to me, and plays with only 12. <laughs> 3.1% of the world's children live in America, but they own 40% of the toys consumed. I just thought that was kind of interesting. I'm reading here from uh, just a little sub-point. Uh, give me a good reason to throw that in. I thought that was interesting, where he says in Hebrews chapter 13, to be content with what we have. It doesn't mean you shouldn't strive for more. It doesn't mean you shouldn't, uh, uh, as the Lord opens and as you pray about uh, a a bigger home or a nicer home or a a different spot to to park yourself. Uh, All that's okay as long as you're doing it in the with the Lord and with the Lord's approval and asking for the Lord's guidance uh, uh, should I do this, should I not do this And uh, he will guide you and uh, so the thing that we have right now is a world living in fear we are a country living in fear and That kind of resonates with me right now. and, And so that's why I have chosen. Fear thou not. For I am with thee. We can walk away from fear. I have walked away from fear. That last part of Hebrews, he said, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. Don't fear. I am with you. And that is such a comforting thing to me uh, with what we see going on uh, in the time. The Bible, obviously, no matter what we we need to look at, isn't that a wonderful thing about the word? The answer's always here. I may not know it. Uh, In my pastor. one of my pretty good answers that I used to give people when they come in and ask me where God came from or something, you know, not quite like that, but something that I would say, you know, I'm not sure, but let me study that and get back to you. It's always there if you, if you need to go look for, uh, a lot of times I was in the Bible enough to, to where I could guide them, but sometimes you can't. And Honesty's a good thing, just I don't know, but let's find out. Let's study it together. Uh, let's uh, challenge ourselves with uh, finding an answer for what uh, might be going on uh, in your life. And, uh, and so there's always something in the Bible for us. The greatest uh, thing about fear, in my opinion, uh, and uh, God being with you, he said, I'll never leave thee. I will never forsake thee. In Daniel uh, chapter 3, of course, we have Shadrach, Meshach, and around the bend you go. And uh, they answered and said to the king, O Nebuchadnezzar, we are not careful, or we do this with respect, to answer thee in this matter. If it be so, our God, whom we serve, is able to deliver us out of the burning, fiery furnace, and he will deliver us out of thine hand, O king. We know the story. Most of us, of course, they're thrown into the fire, and uh, the guys, they, they made the king so mad, he says, heat it seven times hotter than you've ever heated it before, and the guys that threw them in were burnt to death that the flames were so hot from the fire. In they go. Then Nebuchadnezzar the king was astonished and rose up in haste and spake and said unto his counselor, did not we cast three men bound into the midst of the fire? They answered and said unto him to the king, true, O king. He answered and said, lo, I see four men loose walking in the midst of the fire and they have no hurt and the form of the fourth is like the son of God. I will never leave thee. I will never forsake thee. Fear not. I am going with you into the fire. Fear not. If they make it seven times hotter than they've ever made it before, and they're going to put you in it, fear not. I'm going in it with you. Take a deep breath. (sighs) Fear not. I don't care what's going on out there, and it's going on, I know. You know, I used to pray and say, Lord, I want to live in the last days and be part of the rapture, and I do want to be part of the rapture, but I don't want to live in the last days anymore. (laughs) I was blessed. Some of you know some of the places I spoke about being in, like Cuba and places. You know, when I came home, I always said, God, thank you. I don't live there permanently. Well, I think we live there permanently now. (laughs) Fear not. Fear not. I am with thee. I will never forsake thee. Especially when you're going through a trial. This COVID thing doesn't stop the other trials from coming into your life. This COVID thing doesn't stop other diseases and other sicknesses. And you know, if I walked in the store the other day, and excuse me, but I, I choked on my own saliva. And I'm walking around going, (coughs) I've learned something. You want to get that line shortened up that's in front of you? Just start coughing into your arm like this and gag a little bit and hack a little bit. If they won't move, fling one out on the floor, they'll run for their car. You'll walk right in, go right out of the thing. Well, they kind of escorted me out, but I got my grocery, no, I didn't. And then he says, be not dismayed. That's my third point. I have a hard time staying with my outline sometimes. Be not dismayed. I love when you go back and study and can pull something out. that It it means something that will help you understand this a little better in the Hebrew or the Greek or whatever we're looking at. And it literally means to anxiously be looking around. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> I asked, that helps me stay where I'm supposed to stay. <laughs> I had all this stuff when, when I passed her and I stumbled over it all the time. But you know, <sighs> let me help you with something. Do you know what news you should be listening to? None of it! <laughs> you, you know, you can't, this guy, this one's so whacked out, and we, it, they're just crazy, and they, they don't even care about the news. They're just posting their opinions, and they're over and over, so I can't go with that. Ah, oh, but here's one. I liked what they have to say. It seems like they're doing, but they're still gonna have to tell you about what the wackos are doing. Turn the news off and turn God on. Get your Bible out and read it and fear not because he said, I am with thee. Be not dismayed. Stay focused on Jesus because he said, I will never leave thee. And then he said, for I am thy God. Jesus is able to preserve us. The God of heaven, the God of earth. There is no other God. There is no other supreme being. There is no mother earth. There is no nirvana. There's only God, the Lord Jesus Christ. Romans 8, 31. What shall we say to these things? If God be for us, who can be against us? Fear not. Turn the news off. Turn God on. Don't worry about it. He's in control. If this country needs to go through this whacked out mess, then it will go through it. Will we pull out and and turn back to God for a little while? I don't know. Be nice. But fear not. God is with us. Psalms 31, 24 says, Be of good courage, and he shall strengthen your heart. All ye that hope in the Lord, I will strengthen thee. Point five. When God says, I will, that's a pretty positive thing. It runs right along with I am. Lord, who should I say sending you, sending me to go tell Pharaoh all this stuff? You just tell him that the all-existing, all-eternal God is with you. I am that I am. I will comes out of the I am. When the I am says I will, it's going to happen. I will uphold thee. Point six. I will uphold thee. God will enable you to bear all your trials. I don't like trials. I used to pray, God, give me strength when I go through a trial to go through it correctly. Now I pray, God, don't let me go through any more trials. (laughs) But if you do, he's there and he will strengthen you. The greatest in my whole 40 years of ministry, the greatest ministering to me is when I tried to minister to an active Christian who was going through a serious trial, and I sat with them and held their hands and began to pray with them and began to hear how they were staying true to God, how they were trusting in the living God, and how they were taking comfort from God, ministered, I think, more to me than I was trying to minister to them. They already had a handle on it. They'd already been into the word of God. Fear not. I am with thee. I will uphold thee with the right hand of my righteousness. The right hand in the Bible is the position of power. Many of you know this. God is saying, "My holiness is your power," and God is absolute holiness. The scriptures tell us that in heaven, Jesus sits on the right hand of God. In 1 Peter three twenty two, it says. Who is gone into heaven and is on the right hand of God? Angels and authorities and powers being made subject unto him. And it's speaking of the Lord Jesus Christ. Let me uh, do this little Hebrew thing uh, about the right hand of God. Uh, just something Uh, I I picked up on uh, my own studies. Uh, In Hebrews chapter 1, let me read the first three verses. We all know these familiar scriptures. God who is at sundry times and in diverse manners spake in times past unto the fathers by the prophets. Hath in these last days, our days, spoken unto us by his son. Isn't that better than prophets? I'd take it I'm glad they had the prophets, but I've got Jesus. Whom he hath appointed heir of all things, by whom also he made the world, who being the brightness of his glory and the express image of his person and upholding all things by the word of his power, when he hath by himself purged our sins, sat down on the right hand, Of the majesty on high. Chapter 8, verse 1. Now, of the things which we have spoken, this is the sum. We have such an high priest who is set on the right hand of the throne of the majesty in all the heavens. Chapter 10. In verse 12. But this man, Jesus, after he had offered one sacrifice for sins forever, sat down on the right hand of God. What a glorious thing. This is the one that says, fear not, I am with thee. And I like this one. Chapter 12, verse 2. I love this verse. Looking unto Jesus, you don't really have to go any further than that, do you? Looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. The most powerful spot the Father has is for the Son right next to him. That's my Jesus. That's the one who says, fear not. In Daniel, we're given four great men, of course, Daniel himself, but I focused on the three that went into the fire. God gives us an example of a great tragedy, a great trial. I mean, that's a big deal, being thrown into a fiery furnace. And God said, don't worry, if you have to go in there, I'm going with you. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For thou, that's Jesus, art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort. That's a fiery trial, as far as human beings are. But when we go through that, it's a shadow. It's temporary. Fear not. I'm with you. I'm going with you. Fear thou not, for I am with thee. Be not dismayed, for I am thy God. I will strengthen thee, yea, I will help thee, yea, I will uphold thee with the right hand of my righteousness. Let's pray. Father, it's been said the only thing to fear is fear itself. But it's there, Lord. And we will face it in this life here on earth. But, oh God, you're teaching me. Don't let it get a control on you. Don't let it get a hold of lay it at the foot of the cross. Father, help us today to take hold of the hem of the garment of Jesus and to kneel down before him and cast our fear at his feet and he will take us by the shoulders and pick us up and wrap his arms around us and show us not to fear. He is with us. He is guiding. He's on my right hand of the throne of God and he's willing to come down and help me lay my fear at your feet. Jesus, please take control.
3: Thank you, Mike. God has spoken to you this morning. Respond to however he is leading you right now through the Holy Spirit. If you're here this morning and God has spoken to you in such a way that you'd like to have prayer, I'm gonna make myself, my wife and I, and even Mike will be back there and some other people will be back there at the back there. and We're gonna sing one more song And while we're singing that song, if you'd like to come back there and meet with us for prayer, we'd love to pray with you. Whatever is going on in your life, God is the answer. He is the hope that we have. And we'd love to pray with you. If if you're here this morning and you're not sure about your relationship with God, hey, get that settled. You've got to get that settled. You've got to know that God is with you. If you're uncertain about that, please talk to us before you leave. So let's stand at this time. We're going to ask the worship team to sing one more song and think about the things that were spoken this morning. Let them dwell in you. Let them just minister to you today and tomorrow, this coming week. God has spoken to us today. God is with us. Let's see.